everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Where's My Rhythm podcast. But first of all, I'd like to say, hey, Shay, let's say hello to you, Shay, first, first Shay. You're right How are you doing? You good, yeah? I'm and- excellent. Good, good, good. Sorry, I just skipped past you, but because I'm so excited, I'm so excited that we have a new guest. We have Linda Albert today. We want a Linda in the house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for so inviting me, guys. No, it's good to have you. We've been talking about it for ages. Linda's a good, good, good friend of mine. Um, you have she does... friends? You know, what? I told you, I'm... everyone I bring on each week is someone to replace you with. So I'm just taking notes and see who people like more. Yeah? I and wish they you dash you off to show you that. I wish you would. Bam, bam. Get it done. You... Don't call Buffy, you know. Listen, no one was black and black vans. We went to United in any difficult times. We may want to cuss you out still, but it's okay. Let's go back to positivity. So I've brought Linda here for a specific reason. One, because she's hella funny. Um, and, and also, but she's got a lot of intelligent opinions. And actually, I want to kind of talk to her a little bit about a few things. And in fact, you know what? I have two queens here with me today, you know. First of all, two queens. First of all, rocking little ponytails and a little little big earrings. I'm feeling it, ladies. I'm feeling it, that 90s R&B swag, you know. Come on. Different shades of chocolate. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Um, but on a real, I'm I'm on a real. You guys were doing some inspirational things. I kind of want to start off with obviously Linda, Linda first. But you're both doing inspirational things. But first of all, with Linda, um, the reason the reasons why I invited you on because I've known you for we worked together for three, four years now, with more than that. Yeah, it's now. Yeah, and I'm gonna shuffle and let you talk in a minute. But you have actually in that time we worked together. Um, I'll let you say what you do. But you, but then you've had the transition to starting a new business, like. Talk to me about that journey. Like, maybe explain to people what you do, and I'll I'll let you talk. Do you know it's mad actually? Because I remember having a conversation with you about it, and I was saying, Dwayne, do you know what? I'm thinking I'm going to start my own business. Blah, blah. Although I had spoken about it to my other friends, maybe like years before, and it mm. was huge procrastination. And I think speaking to you and uh, a couple of other people was just like, just do it, just do it, just do it. Mm. Heart beating. And um, I had this idea nine years ago to start a natural skincare line mm-hmm. and to try and find like really good um, natural products that I could just put into one product and not have women have, you know, this suitcase that we have of <laughs> our makeup <laughs> and cosmetic bags. We mm-hmm. could just have one good product. So um, I spoke to a, a graphic designer friend of mine and he was like yeah yeah, yeah, I'll do your labels I'll do this I was like okay Mm. and then he came back to me like a week later and he had like a hundred different versions of an idea that I'd given him for a logo and Mm. I was like shoot (laughs) because this now means I actually have to do something like I actually Mm. so I was like okay I hadn't done like not a recipe not nothing I hadn't done anything it was literally still all in my head and I'd done like one dead course so was but that I, always was the cut you was that I did always start it from scratch yeah just do it make it from like yeah. do it, make it from base from step one to step whatever right yeah because you can buy like base creams and base products where you can just add your own spin to it but I didn't want that I wanted to know exactly what's in it mm-hmm. um also I've got a number of um, family members who have skin ailments and mm. I don't remember growing up with these things. Uh, maybe it's naivety, but then when I think about it, I'm the youngest of eight, and none of us have got any skin conditions, no dermatitis, mm. no eczema, nothing like mm. that. Mm. But the little ones coming up in the family started to have it, and I was thinking, like, is that because of what we're using? And I know my mum was very into, like, natural stuff, although she did kind of segue to the astral, but that was just... I got that's, a, that's a, Yeah, everyone knows, everyone knows about astral, isn't it? Them things that's eight kids. What am I going to slap on them quick? <laughs> <laughs> that was the creaming in our house. <laughs> <Standard>. <laughs> but, 
before church, when I was there, I was there. Yeah. Was the face? yeah. <laughs> so then, um, yeah, I just decided to make, um, I wanted something that would be all encompassing that you could use that wasn't really expensive, wasn't too cheap, was had good um, quality products mm. and that you could create a little oasis at home. So there's a body butter, there's a scrub, there's a candle, mm. there's a bath bomb. There's also stuff for your feet. So you, there's a foot scrub, a, a foot bomb, a foot butter. And uh, for occasions I've done like, um, I've done wedding favors for people. So like personalized um, cream tubs or personalized candles. Um, I've done baby showers, mm. but um, I've been up and running. This June will be three years. And what's, what's the name of the company again? It is. <laughs> Wait a minute. Go, go, go for it. Go for it. No, I just got the shower. Ah, okay. <laughs> yeah. You know what? You got a new, new that's new branding because I mean, the, the, the tin used to be black, right? No, no, the tin before. I remember I was going to have a black tin, remember? Yeah, yeah, gold or something. Um, right? This is a new label and new tin. So these mm. tins were gold before. So it's mm. Bisper Beauty Organics. Same name on Instagram. Same name on... Uh, eh, eh, eh. That's, it, that's it there, yeah? You did that? Yeah, me, 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 me. You know, I don't have to plug the, the tin properly. And that's, that's a little... Was it a Mother's Day package? Yeah? Thank you. <laughs> yeah, so... Yeah. Um, yeah, previously started off as like gold cans and what have you, but you're just mm -hmm. continuing as well to play with bits and pieces. Um, as well, like lots of people initially when I started was like, why don't you have a website? I was like, I don't even know the exact end look at the moment. Mm. So it's it's been a step-by-step -step and lockdown really pushed me. Lockdown was just like, right, what do you do? Because prior to this, I was just building up my clientele, going to loads of stall events. I did Portobello, mm. I did... Um, uh, Spitalfields, I did loads of black events as well and was getting, you know, lots of clients, was getting recurring clients and then lockdown came and it was just like, right, so now what do you do? And it was like, okay, website. And then I got the website and it was Instagram and push, push, push and lockdown's almost a year old now, so still and yeah, you're doing you know, And first of all, like I have actually personally bought the bath bombs, actually. But this is one of them now. Listen, I've, I've had them for a little... I've, I've actually used one myself, but I'm hoping for, for next time I use them to have some company. So um, DMs or comments, please, in the video. But um, mm -hmm. literally, these things... Woo! Smell like heaven, you know. They smell great. And I think it, Linda is right, yeah? They actually have it's purely natural ingredients. And it's good. Look, look, listen. Look at her skin. Zoom in, look, look at Linda's skin right now, yeah? She's, listen. Blowing. Listen, yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, the saying, I'm just saying, people, you know, if you want to get, get to know, so um, yeah. all I would, yes, go on, <laughs> <laughs> no, but honestly, but you're, no, these are actually good products. I'm not just saying it because you're my friend, actually, they are, they smell wonderful, they're very natural, and they're very, they're, I mean, you're doing really well in that. And I'm on the website and it looks really good. Oh, you're on the, uh, yeah, I am. Okay. I'm on so, both, so I just gave you a follow mm. and I'm on your website. I want to put this up again, yeah. Bespoke, bespoke beauty organics. Make sure you check out because you follow out. And listen, she does little videos as well that kind of shows the process of how she like um puts them together. There's a couple of really cute ones with your, with your little one, not to make like yeah, just, just I just landed on yeah, yeah, so cute. So it's just so nice. So that's Linda, man. Like, hopefully, wishing you more success because even see your stunner branch and the whole bespoke um bespoke beauty events that ones as well. I see that, yeah, that as well. Like, uh, we was we were just before lockdown, we had just. Uh, started our first event which would have been mm. uh, one of the bespoke events and we had rented a space 
to run an indoor market in West mm. London and lockdown came and yeah, I remember, yeah, 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 yeah. But you know mm. what? It's coming back, it's coming back. I'm exactly. thinking, you know, was I thinking virtual market or whatever? But I'm busy as well. As you know, like I started um my part-time degree as a yeah. social apprenticeship as well. And it is a lot. Like sometimes I think, am I doing the right thing? A lot of the time lately, I think mm -hmm. I'm doing the right thing because I don't have any free time. Um, and any free time I do have, I do want to split it between my own sanity and my daughter. Of course, yeah. Um, but you know, sometimes I'm just like, what am I doing? Like, why am I punishing myself like this? But they, I think for me. A number of reasons without getting too deep. I think I fell asleep on myself for yeah. a number of years. I, I did this. I coasted. Mm. I was, I'm all right. I've got a flat. I've got a car. I've got a job. I'm all right. But then I feel like, and a lot of other things kind of happened, but I feel like there came a time where I was just like, hold on a minute. This is not enough. It's not enough. I don't feel satisfied with myself. I don't feel like I am setting the best example for my daughter. It's not, I wasn't setting her a bad example. Obviously, I'm not sitting in my house hitting a mark, but, but mm. that could be all right for some people. But for me, it wasn't enough. Mm. So I just kind of thought to myself, right, what do I want to do? I want to be somebody who can control my own destiny in time. I'm hoping that the business will be big enough that I might never use this second degree, you know, but if I have to, then I, I will. I've got a plan A, B, C, because you just don't know in life what's going to happen. Um, you know, I initially started as a learning mentor. Who even yeah. hears of learning mentors nowadays? That role just doesn't exist. Yeah. And you have to keep, as an individual, you have to keep rolling. Even if you are in a business that is stable, you know, you have to think, how do I get myself to, up to the next level, to yeah. the next level? So for work-wise, I was like, okay, what do I need to do to reach the next band in, to become a manager? I need to go back to university. I tried various routes, but when this came up via work, I was like, this is a no-brainer. <laughs> 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 somebody's paid me to go to university. I'm going. I don't even care how much I hate the books. <laughs> <laughs> like, there are times where I'm really getting maybe four or five hours sleep, but All right. it's, deep. it's got to be done. It's got to be done. Yeah. I can't teach my daughter as well to be reliant on, on mediocrity. You know, mm. like you have to shoot for the star, sweetheart. And however, wherever you get, you get. But you got to try. You got to this this life that we're living nowadays. The economy is high. Um, the life expectancy is longer. You've got to put in the work. You've got to put in the hours. So, going to university part time, working full time, running my own business, being a full time mom. If I couldn't do it, I wouldn't do it. And so far, so good. It's inspirational, you know. No, it, it really is. Mm. It so is. And do you know what I think? Based on what you said, even though you were trying to speak more tea, I have to jump in because honestly, everything you were saying, I was like, my head nearly dropped off my my shoulders. Mm. But in all seriousness, I think that having an, a secure income can sometimes trick us into believing that what we have is enough. One hundred percent. And if if you want more, you've got to work for it. You've got to put yourself out there. You've got to get up five hours after going to bed even when you don't want to even when you're really tired you've got to do the degree with a full-time job you've got to do all the stuff because what you want is more important than what you have 
Mm. And like that's everything I heard in, in everything you were just saying, like blown away. Thank you. That is such a really good like way of culminating it all. Um, thank you. Because I feel like sometimes people are like, oh my God, like, what about your child? What about this? What about that? And I'm just like, well, what am I teaching her? Yeah. What am I teaching her? To just sit and just on her laurels and just be like, oh, okay, this is it. You know, I've it's weird because. I feel like as well, um, there's a low expectation sometimes of women mm. and especially of single mothers. So I'm a single mom. I have no problem with that. Her dad is where he is. He's cool. I'm cool. We're all good. Um, and I think there is a stigma attached to single mothers. And I'm not about to be a statistic. I'm not about to be what you think I should be. Mm. I am me and I will always strive always think of uh, a plan a b and c for any situation i think i could survive a bloody war i do but <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, that kind of, I'm that kind of person the, I, I feel like i've had like six lives lives in one life yeah and it's not for no apparent reason i feel like in some sense it's set up for for what i am in now because mm. for real when i think about it sometimes now i think like are you mad but <laughs> I'm doing it, so I'm happy. I'm happy. Oh, I love that. I want to. I want to celebrate that because there's a lot of the steps you're taking. I think anyone listening to that um, can take some inspiration from that, no matter what walk of life they're in. And I'm also going to slightly sidestep to you, Nashe, because also, I mean, people know a lot about what you do. I'm mean, going to summarize. You, you do a few things as well, like obviously you're writing. Um, you released the book Sunny Days and I'm actually working a new one. Is it Rainy Days coming out? Yeah, okay. You know yeah, something about me, all right. I, I told you read the book <laughs> cover to cover, you know, both times it's fine. Anyway, but literally, you know, she always laughs at that. I have three books out. How many have you read? Two and a half, because um, one of them's a short Why story. Why did you read right? them? Huh? I need to read yeah, oh, I, got you. You. I got you. I'll send you. Right now, also to be fair, and also talking about business, obviously, you, similar to Linda, you're about to do um, CYG create your genius. You mentioned it before. No, um, so so when she was talking about the fact that just before lockdown, oh. she was meant to launch her stuff. I was like, I had the venue, I had mm -hmm. everything to launch a new initiative, um, and it fell through because of because of I even lost my my whole deposit, which was most of the money. Yeah. I lost it all because of lockdown. Because yeah. this is just the nature of you know the nature of what we were in was unprecedented, and so it is what it is, and that's fine. But also, as you were talking, I know you're. I know you want me to talk about me, but I have to go back to Linda. Okay. As you were talking. I was like, yo, there's a space for Linda on my platform. There's okay. a space for her. She was talking about doing this thing and I'm going to hit Linda up and she can like do a like TED style talk and, mm. and speak about her and all this stuff. And then you were like, but I need to spend time with my daughter. And I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, because the other thing is, I was just talking to my sister about this, right? And I don't want to take up your time because I know I've spoken for a little bit. No, my, 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 um, my want to run a business as well was off of uh, a, a dream and it's called my road to Oprah. Okay. And I said to my sister, I'm going to meet this woman one day because one, she yeah. saved my life. Right. Mm -hmm. And two, she's just, she was my idol. She, she fell off a little bit. I'm not going to lie. Like I had to kind of look at her. Sideways little piece. Yeah. <laughs> Oprah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, mm. to give open the side out, like. <laughs> what made you give it? What made you give it a side? It's like a couple things. Couple before, things. Like. Over okay, the okay. Last we'll, years. Yeah, yeah. Right, 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 right. I don't want to say that because she's done fantastic things. Okay. And as I, as I say, 
I'm not going to lie, that woman saved my life, right? Mm. But my thing was like, how do I meet her? And what do I have to do to be able to meet her? That means I have to be amazing. Mm. And I want to be able to talk and tell people my story and, and get to this amazing place where, you know, people are going to go, wow, like, I want to be like her. Or I want to speak to her. I want to talk to her. And it's not a big-headed thing. It's just that, as I said, I've had six lives in one lifetime. Mm. And... Even with my youth work, you know, like working with the kids that we work with, Dwayne, mm. sometimes I look at them and I'm thinking, I was you one day, I'm not as bad, because trust me, my mum would bust my backside, but <laughs> I know your chain of thought and it's going to be okay. It's going to mm. be okay, you know, like, I just feel that as well as black women, mm. and as I said, as a single mum, people need to stop looking at us like we're not going to achieve or we're sitting at home waiting for, you know, income support and them kind of foolishness that we are not mm. not we are breaking barriers especially black women at the moment we are breaking mm. barriers we are changing the way the world works and we are not to be trifled with not with regards to that we are intimidating it's regards to don't discount us don't discount us don't look at us and go mm, single mom aren't bloody yeah. woman mm. Mm. so so um what I am is a creative consultant. I do do that in all every single thing I do, right? And I'm I'm not just ignoring what you just said. I'm coming back to it. So what I am is a creative consultant. I'm a generalist, so I can do a lot of things well, and not that many people do have that ability. Mm -hmm. But I am able to do so much because I think that my gift, God. I, I believe in God, not everybody does, but whether you believe in God, the universe, Buddha, whatever it is, you believe that um, you have been gifted with something. And one of the things I think I've been gifted with is um, perception and vision, right? So I am able to see something and be like, this could be amazing. Um, whether it's my own project, someone else's project, whatever it is, this could be amazing. And I can see a route to making that thing happen. I'm not going to force anyone into it, but I'm mm -hmm. going to support and do whatever. Um, another of the things I call myself is a story protector. Um, so I tell stories. I listen to people's stories. Yeah, yeah. Story protector. No, that's what I call myself. Like, go on my LinkedIn. <laughs> that's okay. what I'm there to do. Um, but also, as a black woman, um, living in the world we're living in at the moment and going through everything we're going through. I think I'm so aware because I'm, Dwayne's gonna roll his eyes, but because no. I am empathetic, I am empathetic like generally. Um, thank you. Mm. Because I am that person. I feel everything that we're going through so mm. viscerally. Mm. And so again, as you're talking, when we watch this back, it's going to be crazy because you're going to see me cheesing so much because so much of what you say relates to me. I've had so many six lifetimes in a lifetime and not everyone does. And not and a mm. lot of people won't be able to connect with what we're saying from that perspective. They'll be able to connect because it's everyone's story. Everyone's got a dream, regardless of whether it's just I want McDonald's tomorrow or whether it is I want to meet Oprah. We've all got this dream. But all of the things that I am and all of the things that I've created um, are not by accident. Mm -hmm. But also I have to look at how I fit into this world. So I'm not a single mother, mm -hmm. but I'm also, I am a black woman who mm -hmm. hasn't gone the traditional route into any of the careers or any of the rooms that I find myself in, whether it's boardrooms in the NHS or um, consultancy with 
you know, EDI companies or whatever it is, being a foster carer, all of those things, um, I have to look at how I'm perceived as a black woman. And it's a really tough world that we're living in at the moment. It's We have to be so aware of so much all the time on top of being inspired, inspiring, striving for more, trying to inspire our children, our children's children, the people around us, the young people we work with, um, looking at our loved ones being killed. And when I talk, when I'm saying loved ones, I'm not even talking about people we know. I'm yeah. talking about people who are the same hue as us being killed. Oh, I'm gonna sorry. Pause you. Gonna I'm going to pause you because you're jumping ahead, yeah? You're jumping ahead to one thing. No, I'm not even intentionally. Okay. okay. No, 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 no. Oh, yeah, but the steps you've taken because you're missing something. No, I'm, I'm not going to cut you because I'm not going to silence any queens today. Let, let you flow <laughs> speak, yeah? Well, I'm just saying one quick let thing. Let me land. No, 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 wait, 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 wait. I'm saying to you, you said you've taken some deliberate steps and you actually taken, have taken a very deliberate step recently, which is obviously to do your MBA. So talk to me about what led you to that well, point. This is what's so funny about it. So I'm doing my MBA full time. Mm -hmm. Um, in a year I'm also working full-time mm. I'm also I also have huge health issues full-time <laughs> um, you know all of the things mm. but again it goes back to what we were saying before I want what that can offer me way more than I want to stay in this mediocrity mm -hmm. I want people I want the backup of being able to walk into a room and people I, I'm used to going into rooms and once people get to know what I can offer and my value they mm -hmm. go oh Shay's amazing let's get her in all the rooms mm -hmm. I don't want to have to work that hard for people to recognize me I want to be able to use my MBA as a ticket to say oh she's got an MBA and then they realize oh but also she's great right mm -hmm. um, and that is it's sad that we have to do that it's sad that we need this thing to be able to deliver the same thing because the mba is not going to give me anything i don't already have yeah i know the stuff right i've built businesses i've been running my own business and the same year that i was diagnosed with cancer 2010 i've been running my business since then so mm -hmm. it's not going to offer me that much more but what it will do is get me in the room and allow not other not me to see my value in those rooms but other people to recognize mm -hmm. my value before i've even opened my mouth and it's sad that we should have to feel like that or do that or, or live in the space. Mm. I was going to say another thing, I guess, before because I'm actually going to get onto more about experiences of black women next. But my final question in terms of the steps you guys have taken in this section, I want to ask you this, this, because I'm going to get to that. Hold on to that thought about your voices, your experiences and how you're perceived because that that's kind of comes in the next part. Um, I'm sorry. I, I guess no, 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 no. You, 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 everything that I'm, I, I I, the last few weeks, it's everything that I'm feeling. So it comes out in every conversation. It's, 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 I know. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> And I'm here for you in that. Oh, so, oh, oh, I can't try to improvise now. Yeah, well, no, be there. Be yeah, there. No, no. I mean, on, on air, off air. I just saw your vein popping. No, no, no. I was like, oh, <laughs> all these lies I have to put in board on air. I don't really care about you, fam. Now, anyway, we're going to say, well, no, but actually, one thing I'll say. So, let me say this to you both, ladies. Um, if you could see, and I'm going to say, I don't care. I'm going to specifically focus on little girls or younger versions of yourself. What would you say to anyone that will be listening that might be thinking, I might want to take this step, or I think this might be too much, or I'm a single mom, or I'm afraid, or I'm insecure, or not sure. What would you say to anyone who's, like anyone out there that might be listening that's thinking about taking a potential next step to better themselves? What would you say to them? Me personally, I would say to them something that I always say and something that is in my book. And if, you, if you've if you read the book, which you have many I have, times. I have three times, go um, <laughs> Three times today, right? I would say, Queen, it's about you. You, you speak. <laughs> <laughs> You're so annoying. I would say that people would either stretch your vision or choke your dream. 
And pause, pause, whatever pause, it is, pause, pause, pause. People will either stretch your vision or choke your dream. <laughs> you oh, have I, not read the book. No no, 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 no. I have, I have. No, I'm just put, bring, bring attention to people, other people who haven't read the book. I say that because do you know what I found? And I, I've been a person who has had you know been insecure and had no direction and looked at other people for the reassurance that I should have been able to find somebody should have helped to build me up the same thing you're doing with your daughter Linda um but I would say if you've got a dream don't allow anyone to talk you out of it surround yourself with people that also know how to dream it doesn't mean they have to believe in your dream or see your vision that's okay it doesn't mean they have to be on the same path as you they may have the security of a job you may not whatever it is but do not allow yourself, your life, whatever it is to be derailed because the pandemic could have derailed so many of us and it did, but there mm. were also those of us for whom we kind of adapted and grew. And in fact, it gave us opportunities that we wouldn't have. We've lost so much, but mm. we've also been able to find in the ashes something that we never would have found because we were comfortable in our mediocrity. Mm. Okay, okay. That's what I say. I think I think people, and I think what I would tell anyone is, when you are comfortable, um, that comfortable or that comfort can lead you to a level of just sitting in the mire. Okay. Like, mm. You know, like, you can just be like, okay, um, can I afford that? Yeah. Is it, it's, it's not too much of a stretch, whatever. It's comfortable. Mm. See, when you start dreaming bigger and you think, you know, actually, I'd prefer to go on a holiday where I don't have to share a room. Mm -hmm. I prefer to go on a holiday where I can actually have some leg room on a plane. Mm -hmm. I prefer to go on six holidays instead of two. Or I prefer to live in a different area. I prefer to drive a different car. I prefer to have peace of mind even. It doesn't even have to be about materialism. Sometimes it's about peace of mind. I don't have to rob Peter to pay Paul. Do you understand? Mm, it's, mm. it's about that. It's about the little things. What are my building blocks? If you have to keep thinking to yourself, right, my main thing regarding me stepping up or levelling up was peace. I like that. Too many situations where it was just like, oh, hold on a minute, I have to, if I, I don't want that. Mm, mm, I don't want that. Mm, mm. Running my own business has given me a level of peace that really and truly, if this world were to go tits up, I'm still going to be okay because people still need to cream their skin. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, I, that, that caught me off guard, I can't lie. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> everyone needs to cream their skin. Not everyone, not everyone makes a choice to. Listen, but everyone should. On. Has paid. Dry footback is not the way forward. No, no, no. I hear that, but no. I no. can reduce the contents of the product and make it a lot cheaper. But you still need it. You still need it. You know, another thing I realized as well. Um, uh, and this was a big thing financially about our, our our generational wealth, and we'll have that conversation on a whole different day because there is so much that has kept us in the position that we're in now. Um, but my thing was about. How do I provide for me, provide for mm -hmm. Layla, and provide for her child to be able to provide for their children? Yeah, I'm not about 
uh, and this is coming in a number of different ways, whether it be changing my insurance policy to, to, you know, as I said, running my own business, getting a different degree. What do I need to do? We need to be able to think on our feet as females, as black people to go, you know what? Actually, you're not going to box me in. Mm. You're mm. not going to box me in. I'm always, we are so adaptable. We are such the chameleon race. Yeah. We fit in wherever we go. It doesn't matter. And the same thing Shay's saying about going into a room and being able to just stand on your own laurels. I, I don't come in as a, you know, the, the token or the stereotypical. I come in as me and I want you to see me from the get go. From I walk in the room, I want you to know. Mm, yeah. Because I've come, I mean business. When I used to work in, in um, the media, people used to be, but as soon as I started talking, I got to do my piece of my work. You know, I'm not here to be, it's not about being trifled with. Mm -hmm. yeah. Too much has been taken away from us. Too much is spoken about us before we get in a room and not necessarily in the best of ways. Mm -hmm. So I want you to know um, how I made you feel should help you to change your perception and that should stay with you to enable you to say, right, who do I need to, oh, shoot, you know what? Remember Linda? Mm -hmm. Remember Shay? Mm. One of the things that stood out for me regarding yourself, Dwayne, and we've had good times and bad times is that it's about the way you make someone feel. Mm -hmm. Some people are not ready to receive that, but it's about the way you make people feel. Mm. I can do a number of things for you, but if I make you feel a certain way, it stays and it resonates with energy, whatever you want to call it, however you see it. Yeah. So next time you think of something, you you will think of that person, and hopefully you will lock back into that. I love that. I love that. I, 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 don't, I don't want. I don't want to even say anything more than that. You, you, queens are dropping gems today. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. It's just. It's truly. It's called queen talk, and and I know Shay loves that word as well. Sorry, I'm joking. I'm joking. I have to do my best behavior today. I have to because to be fair, it's just what women's Women's Day was on Monday. Just gone. Was it Monday? Just gone. Mm -hmm. On the Day, Mother's Day was Sunday, sorry. I, I did keep my mum's up, I did, I did. That doesn't know cusses me. And um, but the week before was women's international women's day, so it's it's a good time to talk to you lot. So I'm gonna move forward a little bit. <clears throat> so everyone knows going on a little bit because I want to talk to you a little bit about this. So let me just say this, this it's not disclaimer, but let put this out there first. So obviously, in the past week, unfortunately, um of Sarah Everhard that lost her life, um, obviously unfortunately murdered. We believe there's a suspect in custody. Um, we believe it's this police officer, I can't his name, Sutton Cousins or Sutton some brother in his 40s. Mm -hmm. don't care. We believe, yeah. I, 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 oh! no, I don't care. No, I don't care what his name is. Oh, okay, okay, cool. Phew. Okay. Mm. <laughs> okay no, right. Come anyway. on. You know me better than <laughs> wow, that. Wow, 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 wow. I'm, I'm not editing that out. I'm leaving that no, in. I'm not. I'm not. No, 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 it's not his name that we need to know. No, no it's what he represents. Yeah, no. so I get that. Yeah. Obviously, so in terms of that, that has prompted a lot of conversations. In fact, to be fair, Shay, it was really not even funny, but ironic is that a little while ago we did a, we did a podcast on consent, and actually, um, there's a clip that I literally where I talked about a clip from about women on the bus and she felt uncomfortable and actually felt little things like that. And now, fast forward to this, it's it's a conversation that has always had, that. and a lot of things have come up um, from women um, in terms of their experiences and how they feel, when I, and and rightly so. So that's on its own, and it's unfortunate that's happened. However, there's been another thing that's kind of broken out from this, which is a little bit difficult to kind of like, I'm just always carefully here, but a little bit difficult to comprehend or to like, kind of like stomach a little bit, is that it seems that 
one particular demographic gets a lot of attention, a lot of and a lot of sympathy and almost imminent action on things like this. Whereas I'm a demographic, let's be blunt, black women, let's honest, aren't aren't as protected or aren't as considered or anything's around. And I'm not trying to conflate the two issues. But however, when I see things like this. I'm like, when I see when I see things like that, um, I did not expect that video to end so quickly. My face was like, <laughs> yeah, when I see things like that, and then also I see the woman pretty come out and in sympathy. When obviously we saw the, the contrast in the BLM movement um, the, and, and the way that was that was received, and also the woman that came out. I didn't even find it. I didn't want to, but there's a woman coming out saying this is not Black Lives Matter. It's a sensitive issue. I'm not, and I said, Shabnam, I'm not. Chowdhury. I know that. Right. Shabnam. Hmm, hmm. Shabnam. Anyway, we're not talking about Shabnam. Anyway, yeah, like those issues. And then, and, and the reason I'm, people say, but why are you trying to conflate the two issues? Why are you trying to conflate the two issues? Okay, I'll tell you why I'm trying to conflate the two issues. Because um, this woman, fought a young lady, a woman, she's a young woman, she's 21. Like, do you know what I mean? She's been mm. missing. Um, in a similar fashion, and I'm listening, they are both victims. No one chooses to be in position. But then again, we are seeing the different levels of energy that has been put towards both particular victims um, of murder who are both unfortunate victims of murder but the reception has been well different let's just be straight it's been woefully different Shay you recently wrote an article uh, every day it's up on Medium it's up on LinkedIn um, what's the article called Shay? Silencing Black wow the article you wrote <laughs> <laughs> the one that I've actually read, blood. <laughs> really, blood. Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's called "It's Time to Stop Silencing Black Voices." All right, now, nah, no, nah, no. Nah. It's time to stop silencing black voices. Yeah. Tom, talk, talk to me about how you feel about that. What, what, what was the thinking behind writing that? This is how I feel when I start to um, think about how to express how I feel about this stuff, mm. and I have to think about my words very carefully. Mm. Um, again, it goes back to that. But can I challenge that? Can I challenge that a little bit? And I'm, I'm gonna be and listen to me. I'm, 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 I'm feeling uh because listen, I'm I'm my, my, you know a moment I'm, I'm losing my filter in the moment. I'm totally sorry if you care. Like to me, it's it's always the same way. It's like we always have to deal with like when we have to talk about anything that deals with let's be blunt, are people dying, are people suffering? And I and I start appreciating that I want to speak up about right. it. Why do why do we always have to pussyfoot? Like, no, 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 no. I'm not, not no. saying you, I know what you're No, I know, about. but I yeah. yeah, I just all I wanted to say is that actually I don't think that. Uh, me thinking about this and and do it is actually a me thing okay, rather sure. than it being a black thing this is just me i mean mm. you'll know when we've had difficult conversations about other stuff just generally like mm. i've been like somebody's hurt me or whatever um i i always take a moment about something that's so so deep mm. i always have to take a moment and even though i knew we were having this type of conversation today um, it's it's very emotive. It's it's something that is so personal. It's something that is so real. And if it was if it was me getting upset about my toothache, but I knew my toothache was going to end, mm. fine. Uh, a bad pregnancy, nine months, the baby's going to be here. I'll be mm. okay again. As much as there has been progress in the sense that we aren't being strung up on trees, at least in most of the world, mm -hmm. um, there is still so far to go. And we are still being maligned on a conscious and unconscious level every single day. And so I have to take a moment because I'm a person who thinks about what they say anyway. And I don't want, it's, it's less about me policing what I say and much more about me making sure everything I need to say comes across in this moment. 
right? Okay. I, like I don't want to say, um, yeah, it really hurt me and not bring in the why. Or, you know, I want to make sure that on this really important issue, I'm saying everything. <laughs> so it's much more about that. And I think that um, not every, most people aren't like me, but also I don't think we all should be like that. I think some people need to speak from the fire in their belly and speak about how it makes them feel. Mm -hmm. Some people need to write. Some people need to do a lot more listening. Um, it's it's just character and balance. So but what's your take then? Mm. My take is that I feel... So the article basically talks about losing your voice. Uh, quite a few years ago, I lost my voice. And losing my voice was a really terrible experience. I tried to speak and I couldn't. And the more I tried to speak, the more my voice was lost. Um, and I could feel it going away. Literally lost your voice. Like, I literally lost my voice. I had to miss my best friend's brother's wedding because I literally had no voice. I was that unwell mm. at the time. And um, after a while, I realised that there was no point in me trying to force this voice out. It was gone. And so I just ended up silent, right? Um, and I knew it would take time for my voice to return. In that moment, though, I was filled with panic and fear because I was no longer in control. If there was a fire, I couldn't scream fire. If there was, you know, if I needed something urgently, if I was dying, I couldn't, there was nothing I could do. And I felt like I had no power, even though it was my voice. But our voices have so much power. This article basically speaks about that experience of have you ever lost your voice and what it means, but actually the fact that there are voices being lost all over the world. And as much as losing your physical voice is a physiological thing, uh, losing your power, losing the voice as a people is systematic, systemic, and we have no power to bring that voice back. And people need to stop silencing, silencing us whether consciously or unconsciously, whatever it is, I just needed, to, I, I, I'm a person who uses a lot of analogies. Mm -hmm. And so I needed people to really get the point I was making without being defensive, like Sharon Osborne was this week. And so that was the way that I felt I needed to express that. And it's had really good feedback. I've had lots of people contact me, um, but I, I'm not here for the clout. I'm here for you to get it and do better. I like yeah. that. Linda, do you feel like I know what's your observation of everything? Like, I guess how you've seen it play out. Obviously, I know you're sympathetic with Sarah and everything, but in terms of, I guess, from perspective as a black woman, what's your what's your take? Any loss of life is a tragedy. Mm. Yeah, um, even down to the worst heinous of individuals, because they might not get justice in the way that they needed to get justice. Mm. But my problem with um, how we are looked after in the world, and I will say looked after, is that we're not. Even if you go back as far as I know, God forbid, don't hang me now, the Madeleine McCann story, there was a little black girl missing around the same time. Nobody heard of her. Nobody can even remember her name. Mm -hmm. yeah. Fair enough, Blessing wasn't missing for a week. She was missing for, I think it was the next day her body was found. But again, an un... Um, what is it when they say they don't really know the cause of death? Even with Sarah, they've done two I'm suspicious. Uh, you know, like, you don't know how Blessing died. You don't know what happened to her in between the time her talking to her mom, talking to her boyfriend, and then go missing. They're saying that she might have drowned. But her body wasn't found in the water. It was on the beach. Mm -hmm. 
her stuff wasn't found, she, you know, where her body was. So it's not like, oh, I fell over, I knocked my head and, you know, mm -hmm. we're all good. But a missing person and an unsolved murder is a missing person and an unsolved murder. Mm -hmm. Why does it need to have the disparity of skin colour for you to report one in one way and one in another way? It, it, it makes no sense. When we talk about silenced voices, I think the main reason why um, the George Floyd uh, murder was so significant and, you know, regardless of the length of time that that man had his knee on that man's neck, mm -hmm. every black person around the world felt the silence and being silenced because we are constantly being silenced. Don't mm. talk about race. It makes this one uncomfortable. Don't talk about this because it makes that one uncomfortable. Don't use your vernacular because people don't understand you. Don't, don't speak too loud because people are going to think, you know, you're attacking them or you're you're being aggressive or, you know, there's, there's, you're constantly silenced. You can't speak up in workplaces because people think you're aggressive. I'm not aggressive. I'm assertive. Mm -hmm. And I'm trying to point across just the same way that, my girl might be trying to get her point across, but she is, you know, she's assertive in her action. Mm. Why do I have to play down how I naturally talk so that you can feel comfortable? But I feel uncomfortable every day. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I feel every day. Mm. And do you know what? And I, I want to come into another point because I think there's this one more thing I want to share with you guys. That, that I saw this tweet actually that I, this woman put because I can imagine like I'm, I was trying to think through this through three seconds like and why you can put the two issues etc about this and Sarah and how does it because it's just about her individual but it's not it's not just about that it's about the reaction to it and I think this sums it up perfectly. So I put this up here. I said. I'm not gonna lie, so those people don't know what NGL means, and I'm mean, sure most of you do. Not gonna lie, it's painful watching white people protest. What was two, day, two days of protesting inside rural conversations about police brutality and, and the imagery to come out of it to be considered powerful enough to make points. I can't believe how much the entire world gaslights black people. So, really and truly, it's, it's interesting to me that this is something that's been happening. Um, to our people in terms of police, just police brutality, for example, for one, like obviously this woman that got, I can't remember her name now, Sarah, no, not Sarah, that woman, that woman got arrested um, and everyone's like, oh, the police have acted too, you know, overzealously and so forth. Um, but you know, see how people get, <laughs> how I've been treated past or people who look like me been treated in the past, but then that conversation is a completely different one. And it's mm -hmm. just like, I, I just, I think it's, it's a slightly move on from so much to police brutality. I think I more want to focus a little bit more on how, you feel as women in terms of being safe. I think Linda, we mentioned, mentioned something about a little bit earlier about why you sometimes haven't taken public transport. Do you mind sharing that or like a little bit about that sometimes? Yeah. Huh? You know, huh? So, so yeah. So I stopped taking public transport intentionally twenty mm. years. Ago. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, as I said to, to Dwayne, it's like um, when my mum was leaving the country in nineteen ninety five. My mum said, I, "I don't know." I don't know how you want to take it, take it how you want to take it, but I'm going to give you this box and I want you to look after yourself because I don't know why you attract all these weird people. Anywhere though, they're going to come. And I was just like, Mom, I'm so sorry. But I opened this shoe box and it had a lead kosh. Don't ask me where my mom found or got or bought a lead kosh because they're actually illegal, but you know, we won't talk about that. <laughs> and uh, she gave me a pepper spray and a rape alarm and a whistle, mm. and a light. Because she was not playing. She was just like, I don't know. And 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 and, and again, I think why, I used to talk about my experiences and laugh. 
And I think it's only recently that I realized that's not funny. Yeah. It wasn't funny then, it's not funny now, and it's never funny. I think my first encounter with a flasher, I was 13 on the train coming home from school. And this man masturbated at me and was screaming his head off. And there were other people in the train carriage, not of my hue, and nobody helped me. And I was a child. I was a child, shaking like a leaf, got off the train, ran home, got off the train on completely wrong station as well because I was just so scared. And I've had different variations of this until, as I said, my mum left the country. And and I think what used to happen is, because lots of people when I've spoken to them, they're like, why didn't you do anything? Why didn't you report it? Why didn't you just... I think that first incident scarred me to the point of silence. And again, I speak about silence. And it's silence as a female and silence as a black female is just a double yeah. whammy. And any time it happened past that point, it would be the same thing. And you know me, I'm not a quiet person. I'm not someone, I'm not a shrinking violet. Mm. I'm not going to like, um, you know, try and assert myself in any situation. But when it comes to looking after myself, I will handle myself. Mm. And I've had to learn to, to talk through that silence and break that silence and say, do you know what? It is not okay for you to touch me when I don't want you to touch me. It is not okay for you to flash at me. It's not okay for you to wank at me. It's not okay. Even if I say to you as a guy, like, you know, you say like, right, you're sexy and I'm gonna, can you come at me in, in a better way than that? I really don't appreciate that. Mm. People sometimes like men are like, right, you think you're too fucking nice, isn't it? It's not that. If I was your child, if I was your sister, if I was your daughter, your auntie, are going to be like, Rah. are you going to be okay with that? Yeah. Mm. I hear that. I mean, I'm, so, I'm going to send this question on the shape for the chime as well, because you've kind of raised a good point there, Linda. Thank you for sharing your experience. Like, um, So, obviously, I'm a man. Last time I checked. But, like, listen, listen I'm a man. But um, I've, as, what can we as men, like, like, like do better? Like, so if you could say something to like, obviously guys are willing to listen and then maybe you could talk to our friends or whatever. Let me not even try to explain it. What do you think as a man we can do better? I think sometimes it's about reading the room. Mm. Right? And also understanding if I, if someone spoke to my sister like this, my auntie, my niece, whatever, would I be okay if I was standing right next to her mm. and my back was turned, no one knows I'm with her, and someone goes, yes, sweetness, or yes, darling, what are oh, your fresh, man? Look at my girl. She's a painting. She's a... Are you going to be okay? Are you going to be like, hey, hey, hey? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. My sister, you know? From mm, that light comes on in your head with regards to, actually, I wouldn't like somebody to speak to my sister. Like, don't do it. You see, for me, it's it, I, I don't know that that works with, there are too many men that doesn't work with. And I'm not saying it's not the right thing to do. It absolutely is, you know, um, put yourself in the shoes of, but I think too many men are able to compartmentalise the fact that, well, no, that's my sister, but like, I'm not trying to sleep with my sister. Like, it, you know, it's a different thing. So they, they have a way to get around it. The better way that I have found to have this conversation in particular, and especially in a jovial way, because one of the things is that men can be quite defensive about it. And I get why, right? Mm -hmm. um, you know, I saw a post and it was really pertinent and it said something like, um, why are you lumping all men together? And the woman responded, well, it's not all men, but it is all women. 
And that is why the fact that it's, it's, it's too many men for us to not be able to lump things together. You know, if I say, oh, mind the bed bugs don't bite, you're not going to say, but it's not all bed bugs. You're just going to say, mind the bed bugs don't bite. Um, and so in, in this instance, I think the way I've gotten around it is by saying, what if another man approached you like that? You wouldn't like it. So if a man's coming up to you, yo, you're fine though. Nah, big man things, don't do that. Suddenly your back is up. Suddenly you know that that there's an imposition happening here and you don't appreciate that. Mm. And suddenly you're taken away, your power's been taken away and you're all for the space between you. But when mm. it's a woman, we've been brought up to believe, because when I was younger, going to Wembley Market and thing, I thought that's how it was meant to be. Mm. I did. I was meant to help you. Moved to like that. Yeah. yeah. And I was oh. like, yo, so if, if you went down there and you didn't get hail like that, it was like, mm. oh, been a bad day. It's mm. only as I got older, I was like, no, I, I don't mm. want to be spoken to like that. And in mm. fact, you know, the, the type of guy that is hailing you in that way is not the kind of guy that I want to end up with anyway. It's yeah. just for the day. So I, I just think that it, it's not enough anymore because men are so used to being the, not the butt of the joke, the, the kind of perpetrator. Mm. As black men, I feel, feel it for them because they are still the ones who on a train, uh, a woman regardless of her race will hold up their bag a bit tighter and that kind of thing mm -hmm. so when it comes to something that they actually do do naturally like yo baby you look good it's like i don't mean no harm and so it becomes a defensive thing mm -hmm. so we have to remove the the us out of it mm -hmm. and we have to allow them a way for them to see it from their own perspective because they're not able to do that and that's not me belittling them that's not me saying mm -hmm. they're intelligent it's me saying the same way that as a black person, our experience has been minimized and it's really hard to see through the pain to get to educating you. We have to help you with that too. I, I'm sorry, I just want to say, I don't, I feel like sometimes people dehumanize men in that situation. Oh, men are dogs and this and that. It's not a matter of that. It's not no. about, and I don't even want to, because the flip side of what something, what you said, Shay, is that, you know, people won't, get in a lift with a black male on their own or they won't sit next to a black male on the train or the bus by themselves because I know what it feels like to be the other side of that and to be the, the subject I don't subject them to that if I see Absolutely. a black man by themselves well as I said I don't get public transport but when I did I would sit next to them I would um, get in the lift as long as I'm not in a position where I feel threatened or I feel in danger mm. you know I'm not going to do that because I know what it feels like or like when somebody you know walks past you and they put their bag on the other side or I'm not going to do that but I feel like men need to do have that emotional intelligence yeah, yeah to be like we're on a di we're, we're, we're in a different time now as well like it's time to mm. retire that level of thinking as well yeah yeah. Step up. If we are, I know that sometimes people say, oh, women are a little bit more mature than them. Come on, man. Get to a position where we're teaching our sons about emotional intelligence, where we're yeah. teaching our daughters about emotional intelligence. I don't want to be treated in a certain way, and I don't want to treat a man in that way as well. The same way I don't want you to feel that I'm scared of you, I don't want you to, to make me feel fearful. No, in response to your question, um, Dwayne, so with everything you just said makes complete sense. And in re relation to that and in response to your question, what can men do? 
I don't think it's your responsibility. So please, anyone listening to this who is a man, do not take me saying that this is what you must do. You ask what men can do. Yeah. If you so choose, some of the things you can do is offer some sort of reassurance. So if you're in a situation where somebody is visiting, so if, if it's me and you, it doesn't have to be a white woman, it doesn't have to be a Karen. If you're in a situation where we're both walking down the street and it's late at night, my automatic reaction as a woman is going to be to be, I don't care who you are, you could be another mm -hmm. woman. I'm still going to be a bit more vulnerable. Oh, no, of course. If you were in that situation and there's nothing you can do about it, what I would do is go on the phone. Um, make make sure that your actions do not like perpetuate that need for vulnerability. Mm. You know, it's just about thinking of that person, and it's exhausting to have to do that. But again, mm. that's why it shouldn't be your responsibility, but making sure that we're starting to change the narrative so when you are in the lift just saying hi how are you you okay okay good let them hear your tone of voice whatever it is that has to be done and and do you know what it's so dumb i i even as i'm hearing myself no because no, even as i'm hearing myself say it i'm thinking about what we have to do as black people code switching to make mm -hmm. white people feel better and it's mm -hmm. the same thing i'm asking the men to do it's like but you know it, what I, I I think I'll come in here. I I understand what you're saying, and I, and I get it. But I also agree that if, to be honest with you, if like this is my mentality, if I know I can like look, I'm a six foot guy. Like if I'm coming like my hoodie up and whatever, whatever, walking around as late at night, I'm like I'm not stupid. Like because one the same one as someone's gonna ramp with me, same someone be fearful of me. They don't know me that I skin tea all day in it. But at the same time, I, I understand that when I when I will go and train, I can't lie. I'm on my I just, I just hold my phone, look look and sleep. I don't make eye contact. And even if I was to be rude, you just happened that. But even if I was to see a sweet one on the train, God, God bless them. Um, I'm not gonna mention anyone here. But no, but real for real, I was on the phone. I'm like, all right, cool. It's late at night. It's after that. Everyone, everyone come home. So what I do is I put a message on my phone. I drop it on in the chair in front of her. She wants to take my number. Take my number. If not, she said either way. But and then it's, I leave the power with her and walk off in it. Like even to run that way. No, no, but no. Real, real talk. No, real talk. Listen. All right, but it doesn't matter because it's nothing wrong with approaching somebody. It's about how you do things like, so you don't feel threatened and that. And I think there's nothing. There's nothing wrong with that. I can make somebody feel less comfortable, less fearful. Um, and I know what you mean in terms of not having to shrink yourself in terms of. But I think the I think the racial element is different to just general female safety. I haven't got a problem with that. At the end of the day. I, you, you can feel at risk when there's racial undertones manager might change little piece but i can't lie you know as a black as a black man white women in the middle of the night are dangerous remember <laughs> you got in the lift with a certain older white man doing yeah hold on hold on what happened what did, what did they say again i forgot you know what did they say because i know you with me and like that was a bit was it, it was a quite a senior person in uh in oh yeah yeah, yeah. okay cool cool a very uh, uh uh older white man who should yeah yeah yeah, yeah 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 with Dwayne and myself and said oh i don't know if i'm safe in here with you two yeah 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 <laughs> just remember at work. That, you know? at work and i said well in light of the Me Too movement, I don't know if I'm safe in here with you two. Okay. Okay. And like, oh wow! Yeah, I remember not. that. That was bad. I, I forgot about that. You know, I was like, oh. but, but isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy that you had to come back with a, a cheek quip in order to not be offended? But because if you were offended, it would have been like, oh, it wasn't meant. Like, one hundred percent. One hundred percent. And that's another thing that I keep the silencing. Yeah. Silence. Oh. And I feel like 
that is why, again, you know, like you're saying, I have to pause sometimes. You have to pause sometimes because I'm telling you, we could cry all day long. Yeah. You know, like people, people, people don't see. It's like the other day I must have been in the park with some of my daughter's friends' mums uh, after the Meghan Markle interview. Oh and I thought, you know what? I'm not even going to get into it. I'm not. Mm. Do you know why? Because from your comments, I know you can't hear me. What did they say? What did they say? And I know it's not worth me talking about this. I said, sweetheart, you ready? Let's go. What kind of comments are they making though? What are they, what are they saying? Does that like, interest? Um, so one mother said, um, she's such a good actress. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You know, she's 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 such a good actress, she's a gold digger. Somebody else said that she lives in a palatial pad. You know, what could she what could she yeah. Moan about. I think the only thing I did say is that since when did money bring you happiness? I, I don't know. Oh. It's funny because I wrote another article today for a company that I do some work for, um, equality, diversity, inclusion, and it's around all of that. It's around the fact that this rich, pretty, very beautiful mm. mixed race princess could come in, still be disbelieved, um, but but yet still have a voice silence like it's it's ludicrous that we we can't even we still have to prove ourselves and um, there was a post ah oh, i hope let me see if i can find it there was a post today and i read it and it stayed with me for a while i think i may have but this goes and when we look for this goes on to amplify my point further is that this is why i feel whilst again i'm not trying to conflict the two issues because someone else asked about this like the dms about the sarah thing but it just goes another example to say to show how action is swift act for one group of people and it's almost silent for another and, I, and, I, and I, all i want what i always say keep the same energy across the board keep the same energy keep that same energy yeah but, so you i found, found it, it. yeah on. i found it so it's it's a tony morrison quote yeah i love it yeah it says the function the very the i'll start again the function, the very serious function of racism is distraction. It keeps you from doing your work. It keeps, mm -hmm. you, it keeps you explaining over and over again your reason for being. Someone says you have no language, so you spend 20 years proving that you do. Someone mm -hmm. says your head isn't shaped properly, so you have scientists working on the fact that it is. Someone mm -hmm. says you have no art, so you dredge that up. Someone says you have no kingdoms, so you dredge that up. None of that is necessary. They will, there will always be one more thing. And that is, like, it sat with me because I was like, it's so true. We're like, no, 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 let me prove to you that I'm, no, I'm worth something and that I can have a voice. Mm -hmm. But one of the narratives right now that's really, really peeing me off, mm -hmm. and it comes from other Black people, is the people who are obviously exhausted and mm -hmm. who are saying, I just can't. So they might type it. I just can't right now. I can't on this topic. I can't talk about Harry and Meghan anymore. And there are people who are like, no, you must speak up. You have to do everything. No, I think that actually, no, you absolutely do not. You have to think about your mental health. We all have yeah. to think about what we have capacity for in this moment. Otherwise, we're going to be burnt out and there will be no one to fight the fight. We need to tag team no. each other in. When no. I take my rest, I will then step back up and I will allow you to rest. There are enough of us that the work can still be done if we are all in the same accord. I don't think we all should have to speak up and fight the fight. It's the same as being a token. I was speaking about this on a conference today. Tokenism is 
good and bad, and it's never good, but it's good yeah. for the fact that it will get you in the room. But mm. it also relies on my ability to be a disruptor. It relies, yeah. on, it relies on my capacity to speak up once I'm in the room. That mm. is not okay. And that is that relies on people who have you in the room to want to hear what you have to say. Mm. That is exhausting. Sometimes we just need to go a different route. And sometimes that different route is just taking a moment. Mm. You know, it's, it's, it's it, this is it's so much mm. and it's not going to end. Like I said, it's, it's, I know we've moved on, but we're nowhere near. It's so much. It is so much. I feel like when this whole thing started last year, even when I went to the BLM march, you know, people were like, COVID this and COVID that. Where was COVID yesterday during the march for Sarah? Sorry, I'm just saying. No, it's true, it's true, but this is the point. This I'm saying about the police came in, yeah, and the police yeah. felt that, you know, you're breaking the law and this is why we're so heavy-handed, blah, 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 blah. That was the only thing, right? Mm. But in all of that situation, there became a point where the majority of black people, I'm exhausted I'm exhausted, but I'm also very aware of how long I've been silenced. So I, I need to speak, but it's true what you're saying, Shay, in that give thought to your mental health. Because there, there came a time, even like as a family, you know, my family's black, mixed, biracial, that we had to speak up as a family and really like, how are you? Are you okay? Because um, obviously we're in lockdown and the all race rights is going on, blah, blah, blah. And we had a huge family check-in online. And I'm telling you, the emotion and the tears and even having to speak to our white family counterparts about things that we've even protected them from. Mm. You know, it's, it's nuts. It's nuts. And that is just... I, I don't even, it's too much to even go into why I feel mm. where that's come from. But I feel there's a time to talk up and there's a time to be silent. And on, on Friday, it was, a, it was a time to be silent. I've yeah. got no time to educate you lot. You have no interest in my world. I know that already. You can't so educate someone who's educated. You can't. It's you can't literally educate. like speaking into an empty bottle. It's not going to go nowhere. I'll catch you later. Maybe okay. Let's go. <laughs> the key difference is. There's a time to be silenced. Being silent is my choice. Being silenced is not mm. my choice. And no. Oprah made a really good point when she did that in the in the interview because it, the the difference in all of this is about our capacity to choose, mm. and our choices keep being taken away. Mm. Do you know what? I can't even sum that up better than you ladies have done just now. Um, so I'm gonna probably put a pause in the conversation there because there's, there's some real, really powerful thing. Thank you both so much for your time today, Queens. Um, Linda, tell them where they can find you again. They, they can find beautiful products like this. Come on, Post, you know where can they find them? Where can they find Come on. <laughs> where can I find you? It's Bespoke Beauty Organics, and mm -hmm. uh, the website is www.bespokebeautyorganics. The uh, Instagram is the same, and the Facebook page is the same um twitter i tweet under my name which is l albert um but yeah look out for me try a product or two definitely i highly recommend i'll have you back on again looking forward to that definitely and shay um where actually where can we listen where can you find your, your, your last two articles i think they're good reads um so where are they 
So you can find one of them at on the Versity blog. So if you go to Versity, V-E-R-S-I-T-I dot co, and then go to Thinking, it's, it literally was uploaded today. And then the other one, which is the one about silencing black voices, that's on my LinkedIn. So just go to LinkedIn, type my name in, Shay Eccleston, and you will find the article. It's also on Medium, so you can search it there as well. Um, yeah, but also, guys, I mean, nothing to do with anything, but do check out curatorgenius.com because big things are about to happen. So. Big things are going on, isn't it? Oh, I right. need to hear about this. So I will be, I will be calling you, and I will be hitting you up. <laughs> you two being friends. It's time for me to on medication. Thank you again, ladies, for um to joining me today, and look forward to maybe having you back again soon. Take care of yourselves. Good night. Peace. Thank you. Bye. Bye.